three, two, one. <sighs> wow. Oh my God, that's cold. Welcome back to the You Betcha radio podcast. I'm Miles, the You Betcha guy. I'm sitting here with Ryan, the t-shirt guy. We have an amazing podcast coming for you. But before that, this is the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. Mark it down. Um, We're going to do a small town bar part two backed by popular demand. Um, And so uh, let's just get get into the show. I want to talk to you guys about U Motors Motorsports and Marine located in Fargo, North Dakota and Pelican Lake, Minnesota. They have all of the best brands, Honda, Yamaha, Ski-Doo, Can-Am, Sea-Doo, Nautique Boats, Super Boats, Supreme Boats, all of the boats, and even Avalon pontoons. If you mention this ad, you can get 20% off parts and accessories, and obviously some exclusions may apply, but you can get 20% off parts and accessories. You can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, but also at their website, umotorsinc.com. Again, that's umotorsinc.com. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my push. Oh my God, that's cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to episode 13. We're teenagers now. Episode 13. We did it. We're finally in the awkward stage, middle school age. Super, super middle school stage. Yep. Guys, thanks again for watching episode 13 of the You Betcha Radio podcast, watching or listening. Um, Remember to go follow us on social media at O-U-Betcha. That's at O-H-H, You Betcha. Again, we have a lot of other cool micro pages um, living under the You Betcha brand. Myself, at Ryan the T-Shirt Guy. We have at moms.hotdish, which is the official Midwestern meme page of OU oh, Betcha. And we also have the Ranch Wrangler. The Ranch Wrangler has been super consistent over the last couple of months. Um, we're trying to wrangle up the best viscosity, best ranch in the Midwest with the Ranch Wrangler. So go follow that page at Ranch Wrangler. And the new merch is dropped. Dropped last week. We got crew necks. We got YB branded t-shirts. The crew next, we kind of brought it to the to the next level um, with the merchandise. We still have our regular T-shirts, but the crew next for springtime is kind of a game changer. And along with the crew next, we brought back the Nectar of the Gods Mountains design with a slight hint of red popping off of the nectar. Was that your audio? That's all visual? I got for an audio visual. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the other things too are just the bar takeovers. Our first one is in the Wisconsin Dells, April twenty seventh, um, at the Showboat Saloon. Um, I believe that we um, have another one lined up, which we'll announce in the future. But um, yeah, just be looking for dates on the on the bar takeovers. Go check mm-hmm. out the new the new merch on the website. Um, other than that, I think that's all for housekeeping, Ryan. Yeah, and you're you're going on you're going out of town, aren't you? I'm going out of country. Ooh. So Ooh. I was out of I was out of country. Fancy Ryan. I was in uh Win- Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. You're a world traveler. I'm kind of a world traveler. Um heading to Cologne, Germany next week um to print up a lot more t shirts. Um they're flying the guys are flying me out um to our fabric manufacturer so we can go through some you bet no i'm kidding that's not what we're going for yeah that sounds um, way too intense for you betcha <laughs> ours is like uh does that look good on the website uh yeah, yeah that shirt it. looks like a good color <laughs> according to the website just order it yeah so i'll be out of town next week um so we're doing this a little early so no march madness talk this week no march madness um, talk but, but we i'm ha- sure a bunch of awesome stuff happened i can't believe that duke lost that's crazy. Oh um, my oh, gosh. But not really. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm just happy that Duke lost and hopefully this ages well, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I uh I'm feeling kind of naked today. I don't have my stormy chromer on. Um if I haven't been home all day. So. so we gotta like we gotta get Stormy Chromer involved, right? Yeah, it's I mean, hands down, one of my favorite hats. What are you gonna do when it's summer out? Because that's not a very summery hat. No, I think it's uh, it's a good bonfire hat though. True. 
Um, so when it comes to push burp already, when it comes to evenings at the lake, putting the wood in the fire, getting the marshmallows out, the stormy crumbers got to come that, with it. That brings up a good point, Ryan. How do you usually roast marshmallows? Uh, I black them out. You're one of those guys? Yeah. Like I'll, Dennis the Menace when he gets his yeah. slit on fire and he starts whipping it around? <laughs> so I'll black them out or else I'll go for like a dark golden brown. What technique do you usually use? Are you a one side flip to the other? Are you... So my the way I do it is I find a, a, a leverage point where sure. I put my stick or they have the metal rods now mm-hmm. and I, I do the rotisserie style. And you, you got to find the little pocket of uh, coals to yep. do it on. And you just rotate it until it's nice and golden brown. So I'll usually just like set it on fire right away. And then I'll twist it. I'll take it out of the fire and I'll twist the fire around wow. the marshmallow. Like you're let, like you got a lit match or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, that's coming soon. So yes. But before we say that, nothing creates more panic in someone then when your marshmallow starts to sag. Oh my God. It's like, it's, you can tell it at some point it's going to fall off. <laughs> and then you're like, will someone please help me? And will like, someone please give me the graham crackers? Grab the graham, grab the chocolate. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like you're like in the ICU, like someone, you got a dead body on the, on the table and you're trying to revive it before it falls on the ground. Yeah. Um, it's pretty tragic, but honestly, if you and have, then you're, you're like, you're trying to like hold it steady and you you're like, let's say you got one of the metal rods and you bump the person trying to do it and they just get pissed at you because you just burnt their hand for them trying to help you. But <laughs> yeah. And the, the, the upside of going with the, the burnt marshmallows, if you do drop it on the ground, there's like a layer of like you ash just peel that on the off. outside. You just peel it off. Um, everything is still nice and gooey in the middle. I don't mind the black marshmallow. Um, but I definitely prefer just the golden brown. Yeah. Now, have you ever gotten fancy and put anything other than Hershey chocolate on there? Um, I've done, I've done them on like Oreos. Like I've opened up Oreos oh, and, and done yeah. it instead of graham crackers, but have, Reese's cups. I was just gonna say that's what yes. I've done is the Reese's cups. I think that's like is the it second Reese's or Reese's? I think it's Reese's, Ryan. <laughs> that's a good question. Um, re- it's, what did I say? You said Reese's. Reese's. <laughs> I think it's just a Reese's. Reese's cup. <laughs> So Reese, if you are listening to this, Reese's, not Reese. Well, it's Reese's cup. I know. So it's, it's but their 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 brand name is just Reese's. It's not Reese. So his name would be Reese. Okay, so you're calling out now the original <laughs> Reese. Okay, yeah. Yo, Reese, what's going on? <laughs> That's interesting. Re- Reese's cup. Reese's cup. Yeah, it's just a Reese's cup, Brian. I, yeah, I don't know. It's I think it's one of those. It words is fun that to say though with the little like Reese's pieces. It's just yeah. saying Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces. <laughs> Again, this got derailed, but uh, no, I'm excited for bonfire season. I don't do marshmallows very often. Same. I'm more of a drink by the fire. Maybe have some sun seeds. Um, but and then every once in a while, like like if we have my niece out to the lake always going to have marshmallows and, and, uh, s'mores. Now, um, is your mom like super organized with her s'mores materials? Like she has a basket. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that basket because we're like, Oh, let's have some s'mores around the fire. Like the whole, the, um, the Meg's like, um, her mom has like a, a little tote. Yep. Um, everything is in there. Oh, yeah. They, so the, uh, yeah, it's literally yeah, it's just like a basket and it has everything you need in it. Um, do you ever get guilty of you're like want something sweet and you just go and dabble in the uh in the uh, s'more basket and like I don't know break off some uh, Hershey chocolate bars? No. Nope. I do that every once in a while. <laughs> it's like the hidden <laughs> you're stash. You're it for the rest of us. <laughs> it's like the little stash that you always forget about because that's like the s'more basket. Well, and that's probably why I haven't done it cuz I haven't never even thought about that. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. You're welcome, Ryan. Yeah. I can We'll uh, see how long I can go with without someone catching me doing that. What would happen? Are you going to get in trouble, Ryan? Well, then your your graham cracker to to marshmallow to to Hershey's ratio is completely thrown no, off. No, this Someone's is to branch notice. off on that. Have you ever had just graham crackers with butter on it? 
Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> it's so good. Is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just regular butter. Yeah, it's like the it's almost like Yeah, it's like the sweet and the and the butter together. It's like a you know, like when you do like, like a cinnamon cinnamon sugar toast. Sure. Kind of tastes a little bit like that. I'm thinking more of like the Texas Roadhouse butter. Ooh, that would be good too. When you said butter, that's first I'm thing I came I'm to I'm just mind. talking regular butter. You slap that on a graham cracker. I bet that would be even good with a marshmallow on there too. Ooh. It's getting You're fancy. Dangerous. The uh, the s'mores at that point get really to an exotic level that yeah. After a few lattes, you don't necessarily uh, want to go there. But right. Um, Speaking of lattes, Ryan, our uh, next segment, which we'll do, we'll take a break, but we're going to revisit the, you know, you're in a small town bar when, because part two, part two, because it has gotten a great response and mostly because in the video, the comments that people left were hilarious. So there were so many comments yeah. and like you and I probably rattled off like 15 between the two of us and and we even cut like, some out for that video just so we could there's make it yeah more there's so many more comments in there that that like i think of it now yeah now that i read it but well so i was telling potential. you before we probably could have come up with more but we that was literally a spur of the moment thing like we didn't plan that beforehand no. at all it was all like it was so off the, off, off the well cuff. if you listen to the full podcast it's that's why i froze up because i couldn't yes. think of one right away that's yeah sucked. so the segment's cool that. and everything but if you watch the whole podcast, I did get Miles to freeze on that, and it ended up being like one of our best segments. Very rare that I'll just my mind will go blank on <laughs> something know. like that. So yep. that was weird. I was pretty proud of that. We recovered. We did. We and recovered. It, it uh, well, it it has a part two now, so it obviously went went really well. Part one. All right, guys, we are now in. You know, you're in a small town bar when part two. Um, we posted the video on Facebook, Instagram, and we got a ridiculous amount of responses of people who had their own. And so uh, Ryan and I both picked out our favorites, and I think we should just kind of go down the list and talk about them. And um, the number one one that was done, which is kind of we both thought was hilarious and so did other people, was, you know, you're in a small town bar when – you're about to leave and the bartender asks you if you need one for the road. Yeah. Um, and that was, I love that one. Cause as bad as it is, you see it all the time. You see every time, every time. Um, so, so that was a good one. Yeah. That was like consensus, but by the way that people reacted to it on social media, that was their favorite. Yeah. Or at least the general population thought it was their favorite. Yep. So what do you got for me, Ryan? You go first. So, you know you're in a small town bar when a local walks in and a bartender opens a beer or has a drink ready for them before they get done saying their hellos to the other locals. That was my first one, so that's a good one. Yeah. I think we've all seen it. It's you see you see like, oh Ryan's pulling up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I gotta get him a bush light ready before he gets here. <laughs> and then he walks in and they just go slam it on the ground for him. Um the okay. This one's funny because my dad actually used to do this. Okay. Um, you know you're in a small town bar when you drop off uh, a thing, a cash or a check for someone with the bartender so then that person can come pick it up later. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but my dad literally used to like, hey, I can't meet you right now to get this, but I'm by the bar. I'll drop it off at the bar and you just come get it at the bar. Yeah. So it essentially has now become a bank where <laughs> you just drop off money and people come and pick the, up money. The central meeting point. And I know town. what you're thinking. That sounds like a drug deal. It was not a drug deal. I swear to God. <laughs> um, but I thought that one was pretty funny. So you never seen that one? I haven't seen that one. No. Um, you know, you're in a small town bar when you drive by at 3 p.m. on a Friday and can identify by the vehicles out in the parking lot who's getting a head start on the weekend. Oh, yeah. So um, classic. Well, I've even done it where you drive by and be like, oh, so-and-so's there. Yeah. I might wait till later to see if they <laughs> see if they head home beforehand. Yeah. Or you drive, you, you know, you're going home from work and it's like, ooh, 
that person, I've seen them there like four days in a row. Mm-hmm. They must be going through a rough patch right now <laughs> or something like that. You know, like, Ooh, I thought of one. Oh. Hey, hey, him and Kathy must be fighting again. <laughs> you just thought of another one right now. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you know, you're at a small town bar when you can go in and buy off sale. Oh, yeah. But it's also they let you kind of start drinking it as the bar is closing up in the bar. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll also get those stragglers like um, some of the hunters in, in town that weekend. They'll come in. They'll literally come in, buy a case of beer, and then leave right away. Like mm-hmm. no interest in hanging out with. Or they'll show up and they already have like a beer in their hand. They yeah. don't make them like doing it. They just, when you're done with that, I'll get you a drink. Yep. Um, so I do like that. Um, you just went, right? I just went. Mine, mine is, I know you're going to like this one. You might already have it, but okay. you know you're in a small town when the high school football schedule is up on the wall. <laughs> See, that um, was like my favorite one on the yeah, list. That one was so true. Um, so much pride in high school sports when it comes to small towns. Comes town, to the like, small towns, yeah. Like they get a bigger turnout for oh, games back. and like state tournament appearances Than and stuff like that. some colleges. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you know you're in a small town bar when the bar shuts down to go watch the state tournament game. There you go. Boom. <laughs> I know we're on fire on this I know, segment. I know. I have. All right. What else you got? Where do you want me to go again? You go ahead. All right. Um, you know, you're in a small town. Okay. I like this one. You know, you're in a small town bar when there's no toilet paper left on the roll <laughs> and you tell the bartender and she tells you where the toilet paper is because you have to do it yourself. <laughs> yep. Yep. So classic. Yeah. Hey, you're out of paper towels in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, they're over there. Help yourself. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I wanted you to do it because you work here. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one. Um, this is also a really good one. You know you're in a small town bar when $1 shots of whatever's in the paper bag when the train goes by. You've done that before, Ryan? No, but I've, I've seen the $1 like, I've s- mystery shots. Yeah, I haven't seen the train thing, but I like that. Yeah. Um, but I have seen the paper bag. Yeah. We used to just call it the bag of shots. The bag of, shot, bag of shots? Yeah, and like it, we usually do it like if you're playing a game and you lose, you got to reach your hand in and, sure. and take a bag of shots. Have you um, taken a shot out of a paper bag at a small town bar? Have you ever like get, guessed correctly what's in the bag? Because you always have to ask that bartender after. Well, you can, a lot of times I think you can kind of feel like the different shapes yeah. of the bottles. Yeah. Like the little like Jack Daniels one has like a specific like feel to the bottle you can like feel. But yeah, you start getting into like the like weird vodkas with flavors. They all kind of feel the same. So then you don't right. know what you're pulling out. Like Ugh. you'll pull an ice hole when you think it's a, just a whatever. Yeah. I, I would choose ice hole over anything. Yeah. Grape ice hole. Yeah. Plum ice hole. Sorry. Fireball also has its own shape, too. Yeah. That's usually a popular one That's in the bigger shots. Yep. All right. You're up, Ryan. You know you're in a small town bar when you walk with a beer from across the street and they don't care. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's kind awesome. of like what I said earlier yeah, when yeah. you walk in with another beer. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's like going from house party to house party, essentially, in college. Um, with a backpack on with a backpack. I still, one of my favorite tweets of all time. Well, that's maybe a little exaggerated, but <laughs> a g- great tweet was, um, it was like a, it, it was like in September in a school year or whatever. It was like, it's, I see a bunch of college students out and about with their backpacks. It's really good to see everyone studying late <laughs> on a Saturday. <laughs> it's like, Oh yeah. I'm uh, sure that's full of books. So yeah. Hard. Yep. Um, that's, Oh, you know, you're in a small town bar when, the bar is named something like the library or the office or the corner bar. Well, what I'm saying is like, then it's like, so then you go, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the library or <laughs> I'm going to the office. And yeah. it's like named after stupid stuff like that. So there was a bar where I went to college called the wonder bar and yep. it was called the wonder bar because you always wondered why you were there. Mm. It's a great name. They always have play on names. It's never like, yeah, it's never like bar 42. <laughs> it's like got some sort well, of meaning behind it. And if it's called bar 42, then it's not a small town bar. There you go, Ryan. So I have two that kind of go hand in hand. They both deal with a small town guy's wife. Okay. Jesus. Um, <laughs> um, you know, it's a small town bar 
when one of the regulars doesn't show up and at his usual 1 p.m. So the bartender calls his house and asks his wife if he's still alive. <laughs> just checking up on you, buddy. Another <laughs> one, it's just like right next to each other. Um, this one's great. If I had a bartender like this, man, it would. that sounds like the best. Dangerous. You know you're in a small town bar when your wife calls and the bartender answers with an immediate, no, I haven't seen him all day. <laughs> that is a great bartender yes. right there. Yes. Oh. Taking one for the team. Well, it's just common sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because they're going to lose out on business if that guy's got to leave. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, all right. You know you're in a small town bar when you have a couple options of different things pickled in gallon jars. Oh, I actually might have <laughs> had that one. That's such a good one, man. I might have had that one. I agree. Pickled eggs, pickled asparagus, um, pickled whatever. There's so like, many. You name it. Yeah, yeah. Pickled carrots. They also like, I know that like pickles are pickled, but like flavored pickles as well, like the sweet and yeah. spicy yep. or all those type of things, all yep. the homemade stuff um, for sure. I wonder if I had that on here. Um, but we're doing pretty good. We haven't overlapped at all yet. Uh, yeah, the first one, the f but that was the best one, right? Um, oh my gosh, my next one is good. Go, go. You know, you're in a small town bar when one of the bartenders. I shouldn't even say it. It doesn't say one of the bartenders because there's only one. <laughs> there's only one bartender. You know, you're in a small town bar, and then there's one person who's not doesn't work there but they always help out the bartender that's yep. how you know you're in a small town bar too when it's like hey kathy i keep using kathy <laughs> hey kathy could you help me with this round of shots quick <laughs> that is kind of relatable to this one uh okay you know you're in a small Whoa. <laughs> i'll wait oh my god that's cold i was hoping you were gonna keep talking and interrupt you again <laughs> You know, you're in a small town bar when that one bartender always has the crazy boyfriend that sits in the corner and tries to stare everyone down while she's on shift. Yeah, because you know I love like, that one. Because you know, no matter if you're <laughs> if you're a married man or if you got a girlfriend or whatever, you're gonna not you're not gonna not be a little bit flirty to the small town bartender. Right. Well, and there's not a lot of, to choose from in a small town <laughs> bar. So you you get a girl, you you gotta keep her. Well, I, I understand the guy at the end of the bar a little bit, but yeah. I also understand why, you know, there's a little flirtation going down. Oh yeah, but it is. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> this happens all the time. All right, my next one is, you know, you're in a small town bar when you buy a round for the whole bar and it doesn't cost you more than twenty dollars. <laughs> Because I don't get it. Because there's not more than 15 people in there. Well, know? that, but also like everything's so cheap in small town right. bars. Right. Um, which is, which is wild as like, as a business and how you can charge so cheap. But right. I guess there's only one person working there. So you're not like you have a bunch of people to pay. <laughs> 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 and everyone's bringing their uh, frozen pizzas in yeah. anyways. Yeah, so. they don't need to stock the yeah. pizzas. Um, Are you out of them, Ryan? Yeah, but I think I heard you say one earlier that I'm just going to rattle off. Um, you know you're in a small town bar when there's a faded Schmitz sign. Oh, yeah, that outside. was one of them that I saw there. I couldn't, <laughs> find, I couldn't find it to screenshot it, but... The faded Schmitz. I can literally see it. I can see that Schmitz sign. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Now, this one, I don't know if it's as common but I thought it was a very clever idea and I could see people doing this. Yep. You know, you're in a small town bar when the locals play their walkout songs on the touch tunes 30 seconds before they arrive. <laughs> and as they walk in, it's playing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're a walk yep. up on a baseball, um, like a baseball player. I you need I, I'm honestly might try that now. That's awesome. What would you, what would your walkout song be? Oh, I have no idea right now. Um, but what would yours be? I have no idea. It would either. be tough. Like it's, <laughs> I'd absolutely have to like sit down and think about it. That's because a big moment, man, because that kind of determines like your spot in the bar. There's always songs that you'll play on the jukebox or touch tunes, but you don't necessarily want them to be your walkout song, right. walk in, walk in song. I it's should say it's kind of just uh, like rally the troops song, um, something that everyone's interested. You also want it to be like it's not going to get played a lot because if it gets played a lot, then it's not really your walk in song. You right. really need it to be. Like specific to you, exclusive, exclusive to you. Um, oh, I got another one for you. 
this one's on my computer here. Uh, you know you're in a small town bar when there's more dogs in the bar than there are people. Like that. I like that. You know you're in a small town bar when you see camo and orange. And that's all people are wearing in the fall. <laughs> um, you know you're in a small town bar um, <laughs> when your mailman is also your bartender. <laughs> I like that one. That's good. Um, I, um, back to the, those were all one person. Too, yeah, by the that way. was they, really good. They they nailed it. So back to the dog in the bar. You yep. know you're in a small town bar when the bartender's dog is laying on its dog bed on the side of the bar. And the locals try to feed him beer every single time. <laughs> and the bartender lets it fly once in a while, but yeah. then they're like, okay, I can't have a drunk dog all the time, <laughs> so knock it off. And honestly, like the, they're like the best-mannered dogs mm-hmm. you will come across. Mm-hmm. People all they over love the place everyone. getting rowdy, music going. Um, food falling on the floor and, it, and it's just laying there. Mm-hmm. Like I just want to I mean, it's sleep. probably, it's probably drunk. <laughs> That's probably why, Ryan. There's so drunk sedu- person in this bar. It's my dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. There was the pickled jars one. Um, oh, this is the last one that I have. I think. Yes. Um, the last one I have is, you know, it's a small town bar. When someone brings in their homemade beef jerky and they just pass it around along oh the bar God. rail, yes. that one was money. <laughs> that's great. Um, because like that's just so true. Mm-hmm. And like the bartenders don't even care. They're trying it. They're they're weighing in on whether it's good or not. All that kind of stuff. I like I that mean, one. It's it's always good. So that's yeah. not an issue. But um, you know, you're in a small town bar when. You can buy small bags of chips for snacks. Yeah, they're like 50 cents. 50 cents. There's two kinds. There's Doritos and Lay's potato chips. I was literally going to say <laughs> Lay's potato chips. Yep. And they're usually on like a like the thing on the wall the that has the little clips. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. They're hanging. You know you're they're in a small hanging. town bar when there's <laughs> chips hanging on the wall from the little clips thing. Yes. And it's kind of funny because we discussed this earlier. Um, we're getting these ideas from like one or two specific bars that pop in our mind oh yeah but it emulates every other small town bar as well mm-hmm. so it's cool because you go in a small town bar you get the vibe you go to another one it's like just another small town bar mm-hmm. what percentage of small town bars that you've been to have like pool tables or a lot of them have dartboards the dartboard's probably always there but yeah. like pool tables i would say i'd say it's pretty high Push you burn. know you're in a small town bar when you don't recognize people in a small town bar because they're at the pool table. That's true. <laughs> I feel like the only people who play pool are the people that are not from that that small town. Right, because they can't sit at the rail and chit-chat about right. all the local news. It's right. all like they go and play pool because they don't know anyone there. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. I've definitely been guilty of the person having to go and play pool because I don't oh, know yeah. any of the locals. You have to. And like if your dad's up talking to someone and you don't want to stand there, like you're going to go play pool. You know you're from a small town bar when every single person sitting at the bar rail has a nickname. That is very true. Everyone has a nickname. Yep. Uh, I'm trying oh, to just think of nicknames off Bush Burp, uh, off the top of my head, but it's usually a- like shortening up last names. Yeah. Or adding like an E at the end. Yep. So it'll be like 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 your last name already has an E at the end. Yeah. Sheely. <laughs> She, you'd be Shields. You wouldn't be Shields. Yeah. You'd be Shields. What's going on, man? Yeah. Um, but God, I just had another one. Um, I'm out. What else we got in the comments? Um, this is live now. The a lot. Of, oh, a lot of them. Oh, there was another one. Is you know you're from a small town. You know you're in a small town bar. When the bar closes and then everyone just goes out to the parking lot and drinks with the bartender. <laughs> so you literally do the same thing you did inside of the bar, but instead you just, they have to close. So you just go do it in the parking lot. Do you have any crazy small town bar stories? Like we, any fights that break out or? We, in the small town bar that I talked about in the last podcast in, in South Dakota, um, we would Indian leg wrestle on the ground in the bar. No shit. Um, you know, Indian, Indian oh, yeah. leg, you lay on your back and then you try yep. to flip each other over. <laughs> um, and it stems because there was like, there's always like that one guy who's like 
undefeated, right? Yeah. And every person thinks that they can take the undefeated Indian leg wrestler down. Yep. And then no one does. Um, and so I like Letter Kenny. He's you know he's the toughest guy in the town. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's the toughest Indian leg wrestler yeah. in the town. He's got he's got such huge thighs. <laughs> That's usually, yeah, uh, he's just built like a brick shit house. Just that farm boy strength. Yeah. Um. There, I mean, there is some to Indian leg wrestling. It's hard, but once I feel it's a little bit like I mean, it's a little bit like arm wrestling. You got to like crank the wrists in order to get them to go down. And yeah, there's a technique I think, but it's a good small town bar activity. Well. Yeah, I mean, it's gross to lay on the floor, but... <laughs> of a small town <laughs> bar. Of a small town yeah. bar. Um, but if it's dark enough in there, you've... <sighs> I saw that coming. Ryan just opened up his bush backwards. So he pointed the mouth away from him, and he pushed... He pushed... The, wow. Uh, <laughs> he pushed the the tab yeah. forward. I've never seen I that before. Some, yeah, it's easier to get under it with your thumb than it is your... Hmm. Interesting, yeah. but... Um, so that was our, you know, you're in a small town bar when part two, um, all half, most of them are people who submitted oh, Bush burp on the comments on Facebook. <laughs> we love, we, we've been like reading them through. It's like hard not to just keep reading them. I feel like after the first, after we did the original segment, we're like, okay, we, we got all these covered. We got all of our bases covered. Yeah, How like, can there be we, any that more? A, that was a solid amount. And then. We well, get, I didn't really think that. I just couldn't think of any more. Right. But then we get f- like 500 plus comments. Now, yeah. Obviously not all of them are like, you know, you're in a small town bar when, but a good majority of them are different examples of small town bars. Yeah. And a, a lot of them are better than part one. 100%. I, I still love like <laughs> even just like the pickled ones. Yeah. Like every bar has a random of jar of pickled yeah. something. Uh, yeah. Part one, we talked about the um, the wood chips of. Oh, that was yeah. That was another thing I was talking about. If you have a wood chip from your bar chip, you know, like the one that you get the free drink, throw it in the comments. Like the wood coins. Yeah, send them to us because it's interesting to see them all. Literally, <laughs> like one it? of the first comments <laughs> is like the guy um, posted it, f- and it says the the legion. On it, obviously. Yeah, of course. And then on the other side, it just says good for one drink. <laughs> Nailed it right on the head. There you go. Um, why, why go into depth with it? Yeah. It's good for one drink. Uh, but it's just uh, funny because <laughs> no matter where you are in the Midwest, it's just a part of Midwest culture, you know? What if you went up to the bar with a, with a free drink trip and you're like, can I get like, a dirty martini? <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Um, you know you're at a small town bar when that person gets kicked out. <laughs> um, sir, you know that like that's not what that chip is for, right? <laughs> <laughs> then, then that one bar is gonna have to start putting asterisks on their uh, good for one drink. Dirty martinis excluded. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're from. A, you know you're not from a small town. You know you're not in a small town bar if you order Just a dirty part, martini. Part Part three. We should do a part three with uh you know you're not in a small town bar yes. when oh my that'd be great. We might have again a, I would think of probably one or two week. bars. Oh yeah. I know exactly what it would be. <laughs> I think I know what you're thinking. Yeah. So um that was fun. All right, Ryan. So it is springtime, I think. We can officially say that it's springtime. It's been above freezing now for Many days in a row. It's hit 40 degrees. Yep. And so we put out a video about different springtime activities. Um, you know, driving with the windows open, wearing shorts, going to the car wash, um, all those types of activities. Um, there was some stuff that I thought I left out, um, mostly because I wanted it to apply to most people. Yep. Um, what are some springtime stuff, stuff that you really only kind of do in the spring um, that you don't do the rest of the year? I think there's there's one thing that I do about twice a year. Um, I would say from winter to spring, one of the best feelings is moving all of my winter stuff, the snowblower, the shovels, yep. all that, all the 
all the outside like Christmassy winter type decorations to the shed. There you go. And bring in the golf clubs and the rakes and the lawnmower into the garage. Yeah, basically de-winterizing your garage. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good um, feeling, man. And, and it's funny that you say the golf clubs because that was what I was going to say is for whatever reason, every single spring I go, you know what? This is the year that I'm going to play a lot more golf. <laughs> you know, I grew up with my dad was a golfer. My grandpa was a golfer. I just never really got into it because I was doing other stuff, other sports. But I'm like, you know what? I got golf in my veins. I got golf in my blood. <laughs> this is the year that I take it up. And I start out strong because the courses aren't necessarily open. So I start out my spring activity is going to the golf, the range. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, now, does the range open before the course usually? Some places. Okay. I know that like when stuff floods, a lot of times the range is open before the holes because the holes are underwater or they right. were underwater or not ready yet. Um, so it seems that I always hit up the range multiple times in spring, but then summer rolls around, I get busy and I don't actually ever end up going golfing that much. Um, so that's kind of my spring activity. You're a good golfer. Oh, thanks, Ryan. That's um, now on, that's now on the record, <laughs> by the way. No, I we we hit the range a couple times last last uh, summer, and yeah, I was pretty impressed. I th- I think you should start playing more golf. I think we should um, too, because now like, if you want to get good at a sport at at our age, it's golf. What better to get better, what what sport to get better at than golf? Well, that and we need to get good at cornhole. Yes, so we got a perfect spot in the bunker where we don't need to park inside anymore. And we need to start throwing bags for sure. Yeah, we have like some professional looking bags. Yeah, look at these babies. So if you're listening, they're uh, one of the sides has like a smooth, yeah, slippery side. And the other side has like a more of like a what kind of material is this, Ryan? It's like a felt. Kind of like yeah, a, it almost feels like it's like, like a, a fleece, kind of like a fake deer skin. You know what I yeah. mean? Like yep. Like it's not real deer skin, obviously, but yeah. it's like the fake kind of type of material. Um, so which, if you're a lobber, if if you if you like to get some height, you want you want the the sticky side, yeah. And if you're more of a line drive thrower, like a like a spinner, you're gonna go with uh, with the felt looking side, right? Or if like nailed that. or if like you need to hit 21 on the dot, and you only need one. You don't want it to spin in the right. hole, right? You just hit the sticky side. Um, I think that that's something that people like to do in the summer and the spring. Now, um, one thing when that barbecuing or whatever, um, but. I will have to say that beer darts, I think, is it's probably more of a young person's game, more college age or right out of college. Um, there's probably be people coming like, I'm 45 years old and I still play beer darts. Like it's not <laughs> a young person's game, but I would say generally is more yeah. college age, right? Because their only goal is to just get absolutely hammered. Yep. Um, but yeah, what were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say, you know. Y- you enjoy getting the golf clubs out and use them for the first month, month or two. Um, then they start collecting a little dust. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, I got um, a nice like road bike for mm-hmm. for my birthday. Um, and every single year, I'm like, all right, I'm getting the bike out. This is the year. You're such a fitness guy, Ryan. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get home from work. Yeah, you know, sun's gonna be almost going down. I'm just gonna go for a nice bike ride. And that happens for like two Couple to three weeks, weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's gone. Uh, the bike sits there and it gets dusty and I don't want to be riding a dusty bike around. Yeah. That's why you can't ride it. <laughs> yeah, it's because exactly. it's got dust on yeah, it. That, yeah. That's my excuse. Yeah, that's absolutely why. Um, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. That was part of the, the reason why I wanted that video. And one of them was like going for a run or something. Yeah. Because you always like come out blazing hot in spring of like, I'm going to do activities, you know, I'm going to get in some shape, I'm going to do this and that. And then after a few weeks, everything just goes back to normal and you're just doing the <laughs> same old thing you always do. Well, we, it's like the New Year's resolution. Um, yeah, it's we, like the, the spring resolution the spring is basically resolution. what this comes down to. So everyone has a spring resolution. What is your spring resolution? Well, it's to golf more, but you might have something different off the top of your head. Yeah, I think for me, the spring resolution is just like, so I do a lot of, if I'm not shooting a video, I'm sitting, editing a video or spending time on the internet. 
You just get up and move more. <laughs> well, yeah. that is riding a bike. Get some steps in. Get some get some movement in. Yeah. Um, just because I'll go a whole day of sitting in front of a computer doing stuff, and I won't move that much, which sucks because I grew up moving all the time. We're concrete. Yeah. Played college football, like constantly active, and now I'm just like sitting in front of a computer, so I got to get out and do something a little more. Um, so your spring resolution is, but is I think just we're to, gonna build the bar for the bunker, and so I okay. think that should help get some activity going on throughout the day. But yeah, um, maybe I need to start doing that. Just start building stuff, so I just get some movement going. Right, right. What about you? What's your spring resolution, Ryan? My spring resolution is to get more. Well, this is kind of a spring summer resolution, but I want to get I want to get out fishing more. There you go. Um, Classic. Uh, when's the ice come off? Uh, ice will be off in probably late April. There you go. Walleye opener is usually like middle of May. Um, so we'll, we'll be chasing some greenbacks. Um, but no, I want to I want to get out fishing more um, this spring slash summer. You did quite a bit of ice fishing this winter. <clears throat> I did a lot of ice fishing. Yeah. Probably like twice a month, uh, which for is me, that, like... Is that more than you've ever done? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's every other weekend. Is it because you had a buddy... <clears throat> to go with more now or is we, it just like you had somewhere to go or no i mean there's always different spots to go to but we kind of have like a like a fishing crew now and squad yeah so uh there's technically three guys three other guys in the fishing crew and one of them's married us other three are not so my married buddy um he's got anniversaries and he's got house chores and stuff like that. So honey do list. Honey do list. That's probably so, many of our listeners do as well. Right. So the honey do list gets in the way. And majority of the winter it was just uh me and my other two buddies and none well, of us are married. Two well, of us why are don't, why don't you go help out the buddy with his honey do list so he can come with too Ryan. That would probably be that would be what a good friend does. <laughs> and I feel like I'm being a good friend by being like morally supportive of you know man that's totally fine. Like we'll, we'll have you come with next time. Yeah. You know, kind of just like not kicking them out of the group, but, um, yeah, it's kind of the perfect scenario because yeah, but you're going to be married here soon, Ryan. That's so. why I got a lot of ice fishing in this yeah. winter, man. Ryan's <laughs> going to be married and then he's going to be kicked out of the group. Then I'm going to be out of the group. Um, so then I'm just going to have to find a new hobby. That yeah, it's just going to become you get one weekend a year. Your yep. wife lets you get <laughs> one, <laughs> your wife lets you get one weekend a year to wow. go ice fishing with the boys. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's We're going to have to lay some ground rules down <laughs> before well, this wedding happens. Your, for, your form of a prenup is an agreement on how much fishing and, and hunting you get to do? I think it should consist of that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Does your uh, fiance like to go fishing, hunting? Um, yes, she likes when I bring her fishing and hunting. She actually shot her first deer this last year, which wow. I was pretty pumped about. Um, yeah, one bullet, one shot, one one down deer. Um, did you? Did she have to gut it, or did you gut it? Oh no, I was so pumped up. I literally, literally, all she had to do was pull the trigger. And I did everything else. <laughs> I dressed her. Um, I got her to where we needed to go. Like I got a, her up like in the a stand. Kid, yeah. Pretty much. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we lifted up the window of the blind and we had a down deer. It was about seven minutes into the So sit. you gutted it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's. Tell her next time she comes, she's got to gut it and she won't, she have, she take won't a, come ever she's again. She's got to take a bite of the heart. <laughs> you always have those guys. Like if, if you're a young kid out, out deer hunting. And Your first time, yeah. Yeah, first and, year. and there's the, uh, you know, like the older uncle or like one of the, your dad's buddies or something that's with like, all right, now that you shot your first deer, you got to drink the blood out of the heart or you got to take a bite of the heart. Like You got to grab his eyeball <laughs> and save it for later. Yeah. yeah. Like we all did it when we were young. No, you didn't. You did not drink his blood. Or, when you, or if you did, whoever made you do that's a nut job. Yeah. Like who are you hunting with? No. I've heard of that. Um yeah, that's wild. I'm glad you didn't make her eat the heart, Ryan. No, I wouldn't that do that. That might have scarred her from uh, hunting from there on out. Yeah, just made her eat eat the back straps. There you if go. You're gonna shoot it. You got to eat it. Yeah. Um, yeah, hunting isn't really spring activity, but you piggybacked uh, off of um, the fishing snow for sure. Snow geese hunting. 
snow geese hunting in the spring is huge because the snow geese are now um, coming into migration through mm-hmm. the Midwest. Now you're it's basically up a, a scientist, bit. Ryan. Kind of, unofficially. I mean, I mean, I am, but you're also like one different <laughs> yeah, scientist. Different kind of scientist. Um, um, so there'll be a lot of snow geese hunting. Uh, another thing people like to do in the spring is to hunt um, uh, muskrats. So Never been. I haven't either. But you go out to a slough, you find the muskrat dens. It's basically just a big like lump of cattails within a slough. Yep. That's where the muskrat den's mm-hmm. gonna be. Um, you can get like five to six bucks if you skin them out, um, dry the hide, and go sell it to a fur trader. Uh, it's a lot of work for five. I was to just six gonna bucks. say that sounds miserable. But at times, people will shoot twenty to thirty of them yeah. in one sit. Um, Plus, it's also people don't take into account the camaraderie. It's fun. The fun, the drinking. Well, I mean, you spent all that gas money and all the shells and like, why is it even worth it? It's like, it's just a bonus that I can like get paid to like hunt coyotes or hunt muskrats or hunt raccoons or do any of that. It's just, it's just something extra for guys being dudes. That's what it really comes down to. Yeah. So that's another big, big activity in the spring. Um, It'll probably be, probably be pretty big this spring because of all the flooding going on. Right. Um. One thing I'm excited for is I don't do much hunting other than in like the fall. Yeah. And so what I'm excited for is just more of the traditional lake season. Yep. And every once in a while, like we, we sometimes just like take a drive out to the lake before we can even Mm -hmm. like put our stuff in the water and like just seeing the, the like lake with like out all the leaves on it yep. or like the leaves starting to bud and, and do all of that kind of stuff. And, like just that time just gets you so excited to throw everything in the water. Yep. That's the best. Do you put all your, do you put your dock and all your lifts in by yourself or do you hire someone in to do that? Um, if you've ever met my father who's late captain, we go to traditionally. Yeah. Just call Mike. Uh, yeah. Call Mike. <laughs> M&H construction. Call Mike. <laughs> if you've, ever met my father you know that we do that all ourselves yeah no, um, but now ex- but now we got a system we got a system down to where it's a lot easier but the first couple of years that we did it it was kind of a nightmare yeah putting stuff in is always obviously way easier than taking it out yeah absolutely uh but so i kind of want to save this for when we get closer to lake season but one thing that everyone argues about when and at least in our family when we put our stuff in is is the dock straight or I would, parallel to I would, the shore? <laughs> there's or always is the dock level. Always, the, well, that and like people are, yeah, the dock level. Well, th- <laughs> well we're supposed to get a quite a bit of rain, so the water yeah. water level is going to be a lot higher. So yeah. just put it up a little. Mm-hmm. But everyone's always standing down the line with one eye closed, like, is that straight? I think that's straight. <laughs> and someone goes, they're like. How much have you been drinking? That's so crooked. And then like, well, you know, one person's basing off of like one rock that is then, like off. Yep. And, and then mom gets the last say and it doesn't matter what anyone yeah, else says yeah. anyways. So, well, cause she wants her cabin to look nice from the water. Well, she's the boss. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's how it goes. Um, yeah. I'm excited to talk about like content, summer content when it comes around. Can you um, just give us an audio visual of driving up to the lake um, w- before everything spruces up and the water is just yeah so basically give us that audio visual so where i'm at it it's a lot more hilly than where i live and so you start hitting those majestic hills and things are still a little brown but you see some green start to sprout through and then as you get closer to the cabin you start to notice neighbors are also out and about either um putting stuff out in the yard or um, moving stuff around in the garage and obviously you have your arm out the window because it's finally hit that 65 degree weather <laughs> you throw a wave to neighbor Joe hey Joe how's it going great to be back you hit to that <laughs> lake and what you do every single time is you stand out by the shore and everyone still has all their stuff out of the water and you go you just think to yourself man the shoreline looks weird without all the docks in <laughs> So that's mini audio visual, but you know what I mean? Everyone always like either you pull it all out or you right before you put it in, you look down the shoreline and you're like, (laughs) put it all in and you, uh, 
and someone makes a comment like, oh, that looks so weird. Yeah. Or in the fall, it's like, oh, this is the worst. Everyone's got their stuff. It looks so weird. <laughs> oh my gosh, the, the shoreline looks so weird with everything out of the water. And it's true, but it's also like just kind of a funny thing that I think mm-hmm. a lot of people say. But yeah, I think this is a time that we all really need to cherish because um, it's just like going on a vacation or like a bachelor party or anything. The the drive out is always a hundred times better than the drive back. Correct. Because the anticipation of you with all your friends in a super sweet environment is great, right? Mm-hmm. So it's lake season. It hasn't hit us yet. We're not to our destination. So we need to cherish this moment because we're on the drive out. Yeah. And sooner than we think, we'll be on the drive back. Mm-hmm. It'll be fall time. La- Labor Day will hit. And everyone's going to be pulling their stuff out. And that was a moment of perspective <laughs> with Ryan, the t-shirt guy. That was a, a really soft part of the podcast, Ryan. I'm really glad that you pointed that out to our listeners. Yeah, I think it's important. It's um, important to step back and just gain that perspective that you just dropped on us. Man, summertime is great, but this is the, I think this is the best time It's right like now. Andy Bernard says, <laughs> I wish you knew you were in the good old days before you were out of them. Yes. And I think that's that so that, accurate. And I think that's the way we should end the podcast. Guys, thanks again for tuning into episode 13, the teenager podcast. <laughs> we Just, didn't talk about teenagers, but we yeah, are now no, a teenage podcast. Yeah, we are uh, no longer preteens. Episode 13 is in the books. Uh, guys, again, go follow us on social media. We just put out um, part one of the You Know You're in a Small Town Bar when. And the comments are going crazy. So go check it out. See if you can relate to any of that. That's at O U Betcha, at O H H U Betcha. Um, again, at Ryan the T shirt guy, myself. Um, I got some pretty good content coming up if Miles ever gets to editing the video. So you'll notice that Ryan's stuff always gets edited last. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of just the bottom of the barrel. Well, maybe you should learn to edit for yourself, Ryan. Yeah, maybe I'll have I'll have to take. What if I took over the Midwest? I'm, I'm I, taking over the Midwest. I will baby. let you try, man. I will let you try. <laughs> no, I'm having fun where I'm at, man. Big uh, ambitions, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. Um, at Ryan, the T-shirt guy. We also have at Moms Hot Dish, the official Midwestern meme page of the Midwest. <laughs> In the Midwest. In the Midwest. Um, and lastly, at Ranch Wrangler, um, we're putting out Ranch Wranglers weekly, trying to wrangle up the best viscosity, the best ranch in the Midwest. We've got a lot of stuff going on. Go check it out. Is that it, Ryan? That's it. Be looking for bar takeovers. Go get yourself a shirt on the website. Um, we got Ryan, the t-shirt guy here. I'm Miles, you betcha guy. May your ranch always be runny. May your bush lattes forever be cold. Cheers. (laughs) I just ran out, that's why. Oh my god, that air is cold. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Yeah.